Welcome to Reflections from the Heart, presented by Stewardship, a mission of faith. Reflections from the Heart with your host, David Abel, is an outreach of gospel reflection, a ministry of stewardship, a mission of faith. For the next 30 minutes, please join David as he breaks open the bread of life in the gospel reading for Sunday's Mass. And as the same Holy Spirit who inspired the biblical writers, inspires us today with the truths he reveals to our hearts through his word. Now, here's David with Reflections from the Heart. Welcome everyone to another session of Reflections from the Heart. My name is David Abel, and today we're joined with Rob Longo, Todd Payton. We have a special guest, Father George Grimmer, and Claudio from Brazil. Welcome one and all. How you doing, David? And we're all members of Stewardship and Mission of Faith, and today we're going to break open the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 22, verses 34 through 40. So if everybody take a moment and get their Bibles. Again, that's the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 34 through 40. But before we do that, Father George, do you mind opening us with a prayer and inviting the Holy Spirit into our hearts to help us break open the bread of life? Yes, O Lord. We know that every moment is a moment of grace. And you can find me elsewhere to speak to me. To this moment of faith, drivers are on the way, may not be expected to receive the word of God now, but if God wants it, don't lose the occasion. So come, Holy Spirit, touch the hearts of those who are hungry of your word. Open the eyes of those who are blind in the earthly things so that they can see Jesus and have pleasure in his words. Holy Spirit, come to give us help to arrive to decisions which can change our life once forever for good. Come, Holy Spirit, fill us with your love so that where we go, they don't see me and don't see us, but see your love and your presence. Come, Holy Spirit, help us to forgive so that we can be used by you, by the Holy Trinity, once we are clean and forgiven from all our sins. We ask this through Jesus, our Son, Son of God, my brother, and in Christ we go forward. Amen. 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 In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you. And Todd, do you mind giving us a little gospel love today? Oh, absolutely. This again is from the book of Matthew, chapter 22, verses 34 through 40. When the Pharisees heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together, and one of them, a great scholar of the law, tested him by asking, Teacher, which commandment in the law is the greatest? He said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and the first commandment. The second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. The whole law and the prophets depend on these two commandments. The Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Christ. You know, as you were sharing, Todd, I just continue to go back to circle. The fact that we have to be all in for the Lord. Our first commandment is to love God with all our hearts, with all our souls, with all 
our minds because it's from that first all-in with the Lord, that first primary relationship that all other relationships flow out of to our wives, to our children, to our neighbors, the people God brings into our lives. So, boy, I'll tell you, for me, it's a challenge to say, you know what? I'm all in, Lord, not lukewarm, not just my toes, not just my feet. I'm all in. I am totally yours. A full gift of my life I surrender to you, Lord, and I'm giving the Lord my whole heart, my whole soul, my whole mind, so that he can use it for his purpose to bring his love into the world. That, that just really struck me as you were, you were sharing the gospel, Todd. Thank you very, very much. You know, I was thinking the same thing, David, and, and this idea that, that there's, there's nothing out there uh, in the world that we can't love God with all of our heart and our minds. You know, sometimes you hear that uh, people in this day and age are too smart, you know, they're too intellectual, and that there's, the, the religion is, is only for those who are weak, you know, and um, there, there, there's nothing that, that we can't think about or do or give to God of all of our intellect, all of our reason, all of our minds that we can't give to God, that he will not bless us and help us draw closer to him, and that there's no place we can go intellectually that he's not also there. There's no place that we can go in our hearts, uh, in our souls. There's no place we can go on earth where he is not also there. And I think in our culture today, we've gotten too smart for our own good, you know, and we lose sight of this fact. We have so much head knowledge that our hearts have hardened. Yeah. Because really, the relationship with God starts in the heart, not the head. The head can have all the knowledge of all the words of Scripture and still not know God. But God, you see, is in our hearts. And when we go to the heart and we have that encounter with Christ in our heart, that's when God just, just grows and explodes His love in our heart so that He renews our minds, so that we have the mind of Christ, so that we can be His vessel of His love to a world that's starving for that truth. And one thing that really also jumped out at me is this. There's a second command, that you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, if you do not fully and completely love yourself, you were created in the image and likeness of God. God formed you in the womb of your mother, perfect, the way he wanted you to be formed. And if you don't love yourself, then you're probably carrying a grave sin of unforgiveness of yourself. And you've been allowing yourself to just be abused, self-abuse, and, and, and just beating yourself for not letting yourself be truly loved. So you've got to go to the Father and ask for forgiveness of that grave sin. And then ask God for the grace to forgive yourself. Because if you can't truly love yourself, you can't truly love others. In the commandment of God, love God and love your neighbor, the same commandment, generally we say that those who do the law are not subject to the law. But in this case, God is subject to the law. Why? Because God is love. God is love. So he cannot not love. On the other side, it seems funny that a scholar of the law, that means... He have knowledge of the law. He knows what the law understands and means. And by that, he was not living what he was, what, what his knowledge knows, love. Another thing in this, it is because the Jews laughed. They were not stones. They laughed. 
But the problem was whom they love. They love their neighbors, their family. They love their circle. But they don't go, on, go beyond that circle. And so it was an occasion to Jesus explain to them that when you love, you cannot measure. Love is unmeasured. One day I remember I was with Mother Teresa. Somebody asked her how much I can love. And she answered, love without measure. Love without measure. So love God without measure. Love your neighbor without measure. So if a person needs you in the morning and once again attain, attain he is at the, your door again, continue loving him with the same attitude, with the same respect. If by night he comes again, Jesus once again, he tells us, accept him. And he say, if you who receive a person and he asks you for a fish, you will not give him a scorpion or something like that, but you love him, how much God loves you. Where we are, not to be proud of ourselves, not that people have to clap to us, but people can say, here in front of me, this man who is loving me is God's presence. If I turn my face to Jesus, so I am wrong. That is why in the book of Tobit, he says to us, don't turn your face to those who are in need, so that God would not turn his face from you. Because the biggest sin is lack of love. If we don't love God in our neighbor, which there is no difference, it is one coin from one side and the other. So you cannot turn never your face from those persons. And that is the love unconditionally. Love always. One of the priests who lived in Turin, St. Joseph Cotolengo, he used to say to those who come there to help the disabled people, Hey! Don't only love. Don't only love. They said, but what he's saying, don't only love. He continues, but love with enthusiasm. And this is most important. Love with enthusiasm. Not love because of the law. Love because you mean it. And the more you do that, when you love with enthusiasm, you change people. You give them love. You love them really. St. Augustine have a very interesting thing. He says that if one day all the Bibles disappear and remain all one Bible, will be very good. And if this Bible also disappear and remain one page, it is also very good. And if this page disappear and remain only one sentence, it must be from the book of John. And the sentence must be, God is love, so you love. So all our life is based only on love. As we cannot live without blood and water in our body, our soul cannot live without loving. That's awesome, Father. Your special guest you brought along with you today is a, is a young man. You, you care for over 40,000 children in Ethiopia, Kenya, and Brazil. And this is a special young man from Brazil that came here to deliver the message of love and hope 
to high school students at Bishop McDevitt, um, at Lebanon Catholic, and again now at Lancaster Bible College. And now we're going to go to another mission this afternoon. He came for one sole purpose, to share the gift of his life. And that gift he shares is the gift of love. And so, Father, I just want to give a little descript of this young man because the doctors told his mother to abort him because he was physically disabled. This young man, you can see him on our website at stewardshipmission.org. His head is upside down, and the back of his head connects to his back. His arms are atrophied up. He cannot use them. His legs are atrophied up. He cannot use them and walk on them. But this man's joy and this man's love and this man's heart pierces the heart like I've never seen in my life. The talk at Lancaster Bible College, the president of the college and I wept after this man's talk. At Bishop McDevitt, over 500 students stood in line to get pictures taken with him, to let him know they love him, and thank you for sharing the gift of his love. So if you don't mind, Father, if you could ask Claudio just to share just a, just a little taste of, of what it means to share God's love and to receive God's love. Claudio, você vive porque você ama. Claudio, you live because you love. What is love for you? O que que é o amor para você? Para mim, o amor é você se sentir de, dentro de você mesmo, acreditar, ter fé e nunca desistir. Love is inside me. And so that is what I can give. And I give it to others. O meu amor que eu tenho a Deus veio, veio desde o, quando, eu, é, quando eu vim do ventre de minha mãe até hoje. I started love God from the when I was still unborn. I feel that God was touching me. And I used to say in my heart, and I feel it, God, I love you. Fill me with your love. E que o amor, é, eu fico feliz porque eu consigo compartilhar todo o meu amor para todos os povos, é, Brasil e o mundo inteiro. And I feel happy that the love which God had put in me, I can share it to everybody in Brazil, now in America, and where they call me, and they help me to go. E assim, eu tenho o meu sustento espiritual. Fico muito feliz por tudo isso. I feel strong because I laugh. And that is what you can do. Eu tenho certeza que eu não vim à toa para este mundo. Eu tenho uma missão a cumprir. I'm sure that I not came to the world by case, by accident. I came with a mission. But my mission is to laugh. Essa missão é transferir todo a, a, o meu amor para todos os povos. My mission is to share this love to everybody. So those who come to me, they can get only from me love. E por isso sou feliz. And that's why I am happy. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Claudio, Claudio, thank you so much for sharing. And uh, on Sunday... I had the, uh, the, the great privilege to pick you up and your nephew, uh, who I didn't know was your nephew at the time. All I, all I knew was I'm picking up Claudio and what I thought was going to be your translator, your, your interpreter at the airport. So I have Claudio's name on paper, and I've seen his picture. And then I have uh, Jose's name, thinking that it was interp his interpreter. So I go to the airport, 
And uh, everybody's off the plane. The last two to come off the plane are Claudio. So I see Claudio getting wheeled out. And then behind him is, on paper again, Jose. Now I see Jose. And uh, I just started talking to him in English and saying, Hey, Jose, how you doing? Welcome to the United States. And then Claudio says, He knows speak English. I was like, what? What are we, what are we going to do today? And Claire says, I'll, I'll help. I'll help. Do you speak Portuguese? I said, no, I don't speak Portuguese. <laughs> so we had the most amazing day together, Claudio. We went from the airport to my home. And what? Mi casa, su casa, right? Yeah. Mi casa, su casa. So Sunday, we hung out together all day with uh, my wife and the five kids. And my parents came and my sister and her husband. And we had lunch. And we spoke the two universal languages together. We spoke the language of love. And the language of football. Not, a, not football Americana, <laughs> no. what we call soccer, right? And uh, my two sons took Claudio and Jose, who is Claudio's nephew, out into the backyard. And we played soccer together. And we loved and we had a, just a, a, a beautiful time together. So uh, you helped and your, and your nephew helped me and my family to truly experience love on Sunday. So I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart uh, for, for sharing your love with, with, with me and my family. We used to say that if you close your door to Christ, you close your opportunity to love because love in you comes through Christ. That's why St. Paul said, I can do everything once I have Christ with me. So, with that love, you can forgive. With that love, you can share. With that love, you can become altruistic, you think of others. With that love, you can be very original, go in places which nobody humanly wants to go, visit the elderly, speak with a child, respect others, share what you have, receive the excluded, excluded. So many people are excluded. So if you close your heart to Christ, you close your heart to be filled of love. And you know, I think one of the greatest examples of love that I saw, Claudio, was your nephew who bathes you, takes you to the restroom, clothes you, carries you, cares for you without complaint. He is a living example of Christ's sacrificial love in this world for another human being. And that's you, Claudio. So I was so honored to meet Jose. And, and I know you had an experience with Pope John Paul II where, he, you got to meet with, where you got to meet with him and you both shared. And at one point, uh, Father George, you said to, that Claudio had a gift for Pope John Paul II. And you had a beautiful song that you sang to him that caused Pope John Paul II to absolutely weep. Do you mind just singing just a couple words of that song, Claudio? A sua emoção, quando você encontrou com Papa João Paulo II e o canto que você cantou para ele. Emoção. É, é muita emoção, grande emoção. Was full of emotion when he saw him coming. Uma sensação assim de Até hoje eu sinto essa emoção como se fosse um campo magnético. Quando eu senti a, a, a bênção de João Paulo II, eu senti um campo de magnético de proteção espiritual. Until today, I feel John Paul II's presence. Until today, when I feel a bit sorrowful, 
I remember his blessing, and in the same moment, I stand up to continue. Eu tenho eu já sinto essa sensação maravilhosa. I feel the sensation, abençoada. marvelous sensation, blessed sensation until today. What did you sing to the Pope? Que você cantou para o Papa? I am Jesus for you, and you are Jesus for me. Bless me, Jesus. Bless me, Jesus. Love me, Jesus. Love me, Jesus. To say the truth, I was so emotioned. But I'm sure that the Pope was much more emotioned because he got the handkerchief and he removed the tears from his eyes. While the others were looking to him in a special way, the Pope was seeing him, the face of Jesus, to be loved and to be given special attention. So if I can say, I can say who was more important there? And I tell you, the most important person that moment was Claudio. Claudio was important for the Pope. The Pope was more important for Claudio. And after that, we had a very big problem because as we waited quite one hour in cold in the square of St. Peter, he got a cough. And we have to call the doctor on Sunday and we paid 100 euros. And we had not money. We went to be a beggars to ask the money to pay the doctor. But with that, we overcame it because we were loved and we love. I'm... I'm it, it, I'm so blessed, and I thank the Lord just for the opportunity to, to be here. Uh, and as David said earlier, when we were at the, the high school on Monday, house 500 kids just waited in line. And, and the walls of difference, I saw the walls of difference just crumble, right? Because sometimes we, with our eyes, we see the differences in each other. But with the eyes of love, there's no difference. So these kids were coming up and they were hugging you and they were gathering around you and the joy that you radiated to them, that joy came right back to you. They, 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 it was contagious. So they caught your joy. They caught your love, which is Christ in you. It's, they caught Jesus' joy, Jesus' love. Uh, so it was just so, so beautiful to see that. Because uh, sometimes we, get, we, need to, we need to be shaken, right? We get, we get so kind of lost in, in the everyday. Um, so you came in a beautiful way, in a loving way, to, to wake us up to the blessings that we have and, uh, and to, to live those blessings for God and for others. Você virou uma bênção para muita gente. Amen. 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 So it be. I think uh, sometimes we get so saturated with images and videos and, and emotional ups and downs in today's uh, culture and media, it, it's, it's hard to be here with you in a sense because um, this is so profound and so beautiful and so true and so good that sometimes you just get rendered speechless. And we're on a radio show, so being rendered speechless is not necessarily a good thing, but sometimes there aren't words for, for, for things that we experience. And... We hope our listening audience can can feel and, and have a sense of 
of, of what we're experiencing today with Father Graham and Claudio here and, and, and of course, this gospel about love. Um, and sometimes it just aren't words, and, and we hope that this can penetrate your lives in a special way. And again, if, if you're curious about this, please go to stewardshipmission.org to see pictures and, and possibly video of what we've been experiencing today. That's awesome, Todd, and thank you so much. And it just brings to mind, in the book of James, James, the only time in the Bible where it says about faith alone, and it says faith alone is dead. Why is that? Because faith without works of love is dead. It's just lip service, and that's what we see here in the scholars of the law and the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees. They had faith in their head. They believed in God, but they didn't live it out of their heart live it in love. You know, works alone, James tells us also, it's dead. And in Galatians, it's summed up. It's faith working through love. It's all about it. It's our action. We will be known by our love. We don't have to tell the word world we're Christians. We live it. We exude it. I think it was St. Francis of Assisi that says, preach the gospel every day. But if necessary, then use words. So let us go forward and preach the gospel every day. And Father, do you want us to close us with a prayer on love? Yeah. So let's remember the word of Paul. Faith, hope, and charity. Only charity remains forever. Only love remains forever. Fill us, O oh Lord, with this love. Help us never to give up once we are loved by God. And when we love others, we feel useful. O oh Lord, give us this moment to be instruments of your love. And to wherever we'll be, we'll be your love and your compassion. Amen. 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 And Father George, just before you close, um, you've just been such an instrument of love in, in my life and the lives of so many others and touched so many people. We just want to say thank you and, and thank you for the gift of your life and the children that you touch, the lives that you change. And if anybody in our listening audience is ever interested in having Claudio come and speak or Father George is with us every year to come and speak or wants to hear about these men when they come back, just contact us at our website at stewardshipmission.org. And uh, we wish everybody that they are all vessels of God's love, pure love, flowing evermore from our hearts, from the heart of God to our heart, and from our heart into the hearts of each and every person that God brings into our life this day and all the days of our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God Amen. Bless. Amen. Reflections from the Heart has been presented by Stewardship, a Mission of Faith. We hope that you've been blessed and encouraged as you listen to Reflections from the Heart. If so, you might consider participating in a Gospel Reflection Group. For information on locations and times of Gospel Reflection Groups, or how to start a Gospel Reflection Group in your area, please visit our website at stewardshipmission.org and click on Gospel Reflection Groups or call us at 717-367-0100. Stewardship, a mission of faith, is a 501c3 nonprofit organization and depends on donations from people like you to make reflections from the heart possible. If you enjoyed this broadcast, please prayerfully consider making a tax-deductible donation by visiting our website or calling us at 717-367-0100. On behalf of David and the staff here at Stewardship, a Mission of Faith, thank you for listening.
And until next time, may God bless, protect, and guide you on your journey home to Him.